Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We are a family of prayer houses, churches, and prayer hubs in 30-plus nations of the earth, over 300 prayer leaders, church leaders are part of our family. You can find more about that at awakeningprayerhubs.com. But if you're in South Florida, hey, come see me on Sunday, would you please? Por favor, come on over to Awakening House of Prayer. We have two services, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. This week, I'll be talking about perfectionism. Uh-oh, some of you need deliverance. At 1047 a.m. service, you can watch that online also at ahop.online, www.ahop.com ahop.online. That's our thriving online campus. Then the second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. I'm in a series right now on the activating the nine gifts of the Spirit. If you're in the region, come on by, hang out with us, get activated. Let me pray for you. And if you're not, you'll have to go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv. I should say you get to go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and register for that class. Watch it online. Watch it on demand. Anything over there you want to do, watch, be part of, you're my guest, and I'm giving you a special gift code. The gift code is MORNINGS, M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S. Make sure you use that before checkout. Amen. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the presence and power of God. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Pressing in daily to the presence and power of God. And I'm so glad you're here with me for this next hour because we are going to get lit this morning in the Holy Ghost. I want to read to you from my second devotional, Evenings with the Holy Spirit, as we kick this off, listening daily to the still small voice of God, Evenings with the Holy Spirit. And today's devotion is titled, listen now, Listen, 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 listen. Escúchame. Go ahead and rejoice now. Go ahead and rejoice now. Come on. Faith is now. Here's what I heard the Lord say. 
If you could see the end from the beginning as I do, you'd let go of the reasoning, imaginations, worries, fears, and discouragement that try to plague you. If you could see the end from the beginning, you would rejoice and rejoice again. Trust me. I see the end from the beginning and all things really are working together for your good. Believe me and go ahead and rejoice now. What are you waiting for? Asked the Lord. Oh my goodness, my goodness. My go ahead and rejoice now. Act as if. Behave like you've got the breakthrough already. Come on. That attracts the presence of God. That kind of faith. The God kind of faith attracts the presence of God. That's how we want to live. That's how we want to move. That's how we want to react and respond with rejoicing. Every day, every way, all the time. Come on, scripture references for today. Psalm 18, 24. Psalm 50, uh, Psalm 5, rather, verse 11. And Psalm 150, just read the whole thing. Now the prayer starter from the devotional. Lord, show me things to come. Show me the path ahead. Or just show me another glimpse of your faithfulness, and I will rejoice. Help me to remember to rejoice in the storms. Move upon my heart to remember that the end is triumph and eternal in Christ. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you. 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 Lord, we are not going to be among the people who honor you with their lips, but our hearts are far from you. Father, we are one with you, and we are grateful for your invitation to the holy place, the holy of holies. We are grateful for your invitation to the throne room. You told us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace to find grace, to obtain mercy, to help us in time of need. Lord, we are needy people. We are desperate people. We are hungry people. We are thirsty people. And we need you. We need you. Not just what's in your hand, but we need what's in your heart. We need that everlasting love. We need that faith. We need that joy. We need that peace. We need everything that you offer. Your essence. Father, we thank you and we praise you that you have made us partakers of your divine nature. We can act like you act because we've got your spiritual DNA. We are blood bought, blood washed, covered in the blood. We thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus, the shed blood of the, of the, of the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. We thank you for that blood and what it affords us. We thank you for the divine nature within us. We thank you that you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. This is your word to us. This is your covenant with us. And you are not a covenant breaker, but you're a covenant maker. And we will stand firm on everything you've told us. If you said it, we're going to believe it. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to press in to continue to believe what you said, even when everything around us looks to be falling apart, looks to be wobbly, looks to be un 
unstable. You are stable. Your kingdom cannot be shaken. Your throne is built on the foundation of righteousness and justice. We give you praise and honor and glory today, God, for your justice. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God of justice. You're a righteous God and a just God, and life is hard, but God is good, and you will bring justice to us one day or another, one way or another. You're a God of justice. You can't be anything else. You've never been any other way. That is the way of God is justice. And so we speak to those demon powers who are trying to pervert justice, and we bind you in Jesus' name. We push back the darkness of injustice that tries to creep in over our lives. We say no. We say no. We say you are forbidden injustice from manifesting in our midst. We say you are forbidden. We take the key to your door. We lock you up and throw it away. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, that injustice shall not prevail in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that we're we are entering into a season of the wrong things being made right. We are in a Genesis 50, 20 season where what the enemy meant for harm, God will turn it around for good. Father, we're thankful that we don't have to be perfect to see your perfect will come to pass in our life. Jesus, we're so grateful that we don't have to be perfect to see your perfect justice manifest in our life. God, we're so thankful that we don't have to be perfect to see your blessings manifest in our life. You knew we weren't perfect when you called us. You knew that you would have to perfect us by your spirit of grace, little by little, day by day, as we yield, as we get in your word. You are doing a work in our hearts. You are faithful to complete the work that you started in us. But we shall not live below our means. We shall not tolerate injustice. We shall not tolerate Jezebel. We shall not tolerate the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The one who's roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. We will not tolerate these things any longer. We will not tolerate the enemy's handiwork. We will not tolerate the enemy's wiles. We will not tolerate the enemy's schemes. We will not tolerate the enemy's plots, but we will expose them because an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated and injustice you have been exposed this morning injustice you have been exposed in this nation injustice you have been exposed 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 father keep showing us the injustices so we can be champions of righteousness champions of justice working toward the salvation of souls by the reconciliation of the soul to the spirit. In Jesus' name, would you help us, Lord? Father, let your truth reign supreme in our nation. Come on, from Germany over to England, let just justice, let the, let the truth reign, the truth of God and the justice of God reign in our nation's God. From Australia to New Zealand, let truth and justice reign. Come on, from Canada through the United States, let truth reign in our nations. Let justice reign in our nations, the, the God kind of justice. Jesus, we're tired of perverted justice. We want to see your justice. The enemy wants to pervert everything. He wants to stymie and hinder everything. He wants to turn everything on its head. But Lord, you make the crooked places straight and you make the wrong things right. 
So we're come, come on, we're submitting our injustices to you right now in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody help me. We're submitting our injustices to you. All those things, the wrong things that have been done to us, we're submitting them to you right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. We're submitting these injustices to you. Someone listening to me, you were overlooked for a promotion. You worked harder. You actually helped the person who got the promotion. You helped them get their work done. You helped them with a bright idea. You came through for them when they were struggling, and now you've been overlooked for a promotion. Listen, listen, let me just give you a word of wisdom here. You're going to be glad you didn't get that promotion, so stop being bitter. Hear me. You're going to be glad that you didn't get that. You don't want that promotion. You just thought you wanted that promotion, but that wasn't the promotion God had in mind for you. So be grateful that you got overlooked for that. God has something better for you. You're going to see that the person who got that job is going to be walking in a measure of stress that you don't want in your life. Just submit that injustice because it was man's injustice, but it was actually God's mercy on you. Just put it to the foot of the cross. Come on. Submit your injustices now to the Lord. Stop holding on to the anger because the anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. That is what the Bible says. The anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. That is what the Bible says. So submit these injustices to the foot of the cross. You can't undo it. You can't unring the bell. You can't uncrack the egg. It's done. Where you go from here is the important thing. How you respond in the face of injustice is the thing that matters to God. He'll deal with the injustice. He's more concerned right now because that's nothing to him. It's nothing for him to deal with it. Listen, whoever did you dirty, whoever did you wrong, it's nothing for him to fix that. It is so easy for him to work that out for your good. It's just easy. God is more concerned with how you respond to the injustice. He hates that it happened to you. Don't get me wrong. He doesn't like it. It offended him. In the sense of it was offensive to him. God doesn't get offended like we do. But it was offensive to him. He doesn't like it. When someone sins against you, he doesn't like it. He doesn't rejoice in that. But how you respond to the injustice is of more importance to him as far as it concerns your life. Because he can fix the injustice, but you have to respond rightly to free his hands to move how he wants to move in your life. So we submit these injustices to the foot of the cross. And we are not going to hold on to this bitterness. I see that, Lord. The Lord shows me, don't get mad at me now. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you free here. Listen, listen, listen. The Lord shows me that some of you have a chip on your shoulder. You can't see it, but everybody else can. Oh, God, help me. Help me, Lord. You have a chip on your shoulder because you've been done dirty so many times. Now you just expect to be done dirty and you walk around with this like victim mentality and it causes you to be untoward toward people father would you help us today jesus would you help us today we submit our injustices at the foot of the cross lord we submit the chip on our shoulder to the foot of the cross we lay it there in jesus name come on come on some of you need to do a prophetic act god's going to show you god's going to show you there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He's trying to help you. You know how the Bible says to lay aside the weights and the sin that so easily besets us? That chip on your shoulder is like a weight 
It's hard for you to succeed in relationships carrying the chip. It's hard for you to succeed in your workplace carrying the chip because everybody else can see it. You might not know it's there. Father, show us the chip. Show us the chip. Show us the chip. We lay it at the foot of the cross. Show us the bitterness, God, over the injustices. Show us, Lord, the unforgiveness. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Father, we forgive all those who have wronged us, not just us, but our family line. We, Lord, forgive those who transgressed against our ancestors. Listen, it could be possible that some of your ancestors went to the grave with unforgiveness. And that can pass through your bloodline and affect how you think today. It's generational issues. So, Father, we forgive. Come on. Listen, this is totally Holy Spirit-led. Listen to me. We forgive all those who wronged anyone in our family line. We forgive, even if they didn't forgive. We forgive those ones who did our ancestors dirty 100 years ago, 200 years ago. We forgive them. We forgive them. Identificationally, we forgive. We say we're not holding on generationally to these, what is the word for it? Demonic riders, these hijackers, this generational trauma. That's it right there. This generational trauma, this generational trauma, this generational trauma. We're going to break the cycle of generational trauma through forgiveness. So we forgive, God. We forgive those ones who did our ancestors dirty thousands of years ago. <laughs> we don't even know what happened. It's not even recorded. But maybe they weren't saved. Maybe they didn't know you. Maybe they didn't know how to forgive. But we stand here with generational trauma, issues in our lives that we can't find answers to. So we forgive on behalf of our bloodline. We choose to forgive. We stand in a place of forgiveness. In Jesus' name. And we bless those who curse us. And now we lay these injustices at the foot of the cross. And we're not going to keep ruminating on these things. Lord, help us. We don't want to keep thinking about these things. Or we see someone that reminds us of the trauma, of the injustice. And we don't like them. We don't want to continue to, to think about what went wrong, who did us wrong, how it always goes wrong. But we want to think about your righteousness and your glory and what's good and what's pure and what's holy. So help us, Lord, today to make that shift. And we speak to this generational trauma. And we, we ask you, Lord, to just free us of it. Deliver us from generational trauma. Deliver us from generational trauma. Lord, deliver us from generational trauma. Lord, break the back of generational trauma in our life. Break the back of it. Break it. Shatter it. This It never even happened to us, but somehow we're traumatized. We don't know. We think, what must have happened to us? What must have happened to us when we were two years old? What must have happened to us that we don't remember when it's very possible that nothing happened to you, but something happened in your bloodline, a trauma that was passed on through the DNA because it alters their DNA writers, these spirits, these curses, these traumas. So, Father, begin to heal us from the inside out. Begin to heal us, God. Begin to heal us, God. Begin to heal us 
We break the trauma. Now healing must come. Now our minds must be renewed. Now we must begin to understand a different way, a better way. Help us to be uh, aware of our issues and not just cope with our issues, but overcome our issues. Come on now. Somebody listening to me and you've been reading like every self-help book and nothing's changing. It's because you can't help yourself. Only God can help you. We don't want to cope with our problems. We want to overcome them. We don't want to manage our issues. We want to overcome them. So Father, help us today to come to the place where we are at the end of ourselves. We're just at the end of ourselves. Help us, Lord, to get to that place where we know that no matter how many self-help books we read without a divine intervention, we'll never walk in the level of freedom you have for us. We'll never be able to overcome by willpower alone. Our flesh is weak. Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. We need a divine intervention. We need you to show us the root sources, the root causes of every issue. When you're ready to show us, Lord, we don't want to walk around with a limp. We don't want to want to walk around uh, handicapped in the spirit. Our eyes half open, unaware of what's really going on because of the bitterness in our heart. Would you free us and deliver us today for your glory in the name of Jesus? Deliver us today. Help us, Lord, to be willing to do the work that it takes to cooperate with your spirit, to overcome. We overcome by the blood of the lamb. We got that part right. We believed in him. We overcome by the word of our testimony. That's where we blow it many times. Our unrenewed minds speak forth the curses that have been spoken over us by other people. We come into agreement with the enemy's plans, the whispers in our heart. And all of a sudden, our life is activated toward death by the power of our tongue. God, help us to break this cycle. We overcome by the blood of the lamb. We got that part right. In the word of our testimony, that's where we keep missing it. And we love not our lives, even to the death. That's selflessness. We keep missing it there, too. And we wonder why we only have a third breakthrough. We wonder why we only have a 30% breakthrough. Because we only got 30% of that scripture working for us. I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And I love not my life, even to the death. We only got one third of it down most of the time. So help us, Lord, to work on our testimony. Help us, Lord, to speak the testimony of Jesus, what Jesus says about us. He is the high priest of our confession. Help us, Lord, to say what he says about us instead of what the devil says about us, what other people say about us, what our unrenewed mind says about us, what our insecurities say about us, what our fear says about us, what our rejection says about us. Lord, help us to break free from all of these other voices. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing to you, O God. And we love not our lives, even to the death. Help us, Lord, to be selfless, preferring others. Help us, Lord, to get our minds off of ourselves and on to somebody else, helping them with their issues, with their pain, with their grief, knowing that as we extend ourselves to others, you will work miracles in our own lives. We thank you, Lord, for the work that you're starting in our hearts. We give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, 
In Jesus' name, come on, let's go higher. Let's press into the deliverance from twisted evil words against you. I'm ready to go. Share this with somebody right now. I'm going to grab a sip of water, and we're going to deal with this, these twisted evil words against you. That's part of the problem, what you're dealing with in your life. Some of it's coming from the inside, and some of it's coming from the outside. Listen, it's a lot easier to deal with the voices on the outside than it is to deal with the voices on the inside. But all those, listen to me, all those voices you struggle with on the inside, all those thoughts you struggle with on the inside, they originated with some kind of voice on the outside. Are you hearing me? Share this with somebody right now. Quickly, I'm just going to say this one more time. All these inner conflicts you have, these voices, voices of fear, voices of anger, all these voices that are not God's voice, all of these voices, all of these inner struggles. They didn't start on the inside most of the time, unless they're generational issues. They're generational issues. Yeah, they started on the inside. But somewhere along the line, even if they started on the inside with you, they started on the outside with somebody else in your generational line. All these internal struggles, they didn't start in you because God created you in his image. They started on the outside. They started many times with twisted evil words against you. You understand? And so it's a lot easier if we can start to go on the offense and begin to deal with these twisted evil words against us from the outside so that we don't internalize these things, so that the curse doesn't land on us through our own negligence to deal with it. Proverbs 2.12, Proverbs 2.12 says, wisdom will save you from evil people, from, the wor- from those whose words are twisted. So you understand, we need wisdom. We need wisdom because the Bible says wisdom will save us from the twisted, evil words of people. The Bible says that wisdom will save us from the ways of wicked men whose words are perverse. The Bible says that wisdom will deliver us from the way of evil and from people who speak perversity. Forward, forward things. So, Father, give us wisdom. Because your word says wisdom will rescue us from evil in disguise and from those who speak duplicities. And we know there are people that are speaking against us. Maybe not every moment of every day, but now and again, they're speaking against us. They're cursing us on social media. They're talking about us behind our backs. These are duplicities. This is evil in disguise. They smile to our face and they curse us when we walk out of the room. And Lord, we're not trying to be paranoid. We don't want to be paranoid. That's why we're asking for your wisdom because we don't want to get into vain imaginations about who's saying what about us. That's not healthy and that's not God. That's not discernment. That's not wisdom. But wisdom will show us. Wisdom will save us from the wicked ways of men and those whose words are perverse, the twisted words of evil. So, Father, we need wisdom. We need wisdom. We need wisdom because wisdom will deliver us. We need wisdom. Lord, your word says that if we lack wisdom, we can ask of the giving God and he will pour it out upon us liberally. So, Lord, we need your counsel in this situation. We need to understand what you understand about these issues, these evil words coming against us. We don't even really need to know necessarily who they're coming from, but sometimes we do know. We do need to know who they're coming from. 
so that we can stop associating and aligning ourselves and sharing the secrets of our hearts with people who are using our own confessions against us. Come on, this is a word of knowledge right here. So many of you, you're not, listen, this is not an invitation for paranoia. We're asking God for wisdom because it's quite possible. And some of you are actually sharing your intimate issues of life, your secrets, your thoughts with people who are using what you, your own confession against you. They're telling other people your issues. They think less of you now. And when they even pray, it's almost witchcraft because they don't have the heart of God for you. They don't have the mind of God on the situation, perhaps. <laughs> Jesus. So, Father, give us wisdom. Who we share our personal life with. So that the enemy can't put pressure on somebody else's tongue to gossip about us and release all manner of word curses against us. In Jesus' name. Father, give us wisdom to know when to open our mouths and to know when to shut our mouths. Give us wisdom to understand how to respond to the persecution and the word curses. And Lord, we repent if we have used our mouth to release twisted evil words against anybody else. We repent for that, God. If we have gossiped, if we have slandered, if we have said wicked words about another person, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name to forgive us. To forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. We repent. We repent, God. We repent. We repent for sharing the secrets of another with somebody else, someone who trusted us, and we gave the enemy ammunition against people that we love. We didn't even know what we were doing. So give us wisdom and, and forgive us, God, in Jesus' name. Now I bind these twisted words of evil against you. In Jesus' name. Come on. I forbid these twisted evil words against you from landing in your life. In Jesus' name. I take authority over every word curse, hex, vex, spell, incantation, potion, every expression of witchcraft. In Jesus' name. I reverse every curse spoken against us. These twisted evil words. We reject them we send them back to the enemy's camp from which they came we forbid them from gaining access to our hearts and our lives we put on the whole armor of god even now and lift up the shield of faith to shield ourselves from the enemy's flaming missiles which are usually words so father we thank you that we take authority over these twisted evil words and we say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper but every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that these tongues, these wagging tongues, these cursing tongues, these gossiping tongues, these truth to, uh, uh, lying tongues, they will not prevail. They will not prosper against us. We sever them in the name of Jesus. We sever them in the name of Jesus. We sever these demonic tongues in the name of Jesus, and we choose to bless so I bless you right now in Jesus' name. I bless everyone under the sound of my voice right now in Jesus' name. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Come on, do you understand how powerful the blessing is? You can't break a, you should not break a curse without releasing a blessing. It's not enough to get rid of the curse. 
We need to see the blessing of God manifest in our life. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. So let's all bless each other right now. You'll feel the power of this. Watch. Come on. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you, Katerina. I bless you, Lashonda. I bless you all listening to me. I bless you, Darcella. I bless you, Kathy Little. I bless you, Phyllis Carballo. I bless you, Denise. I bless you, Angela. Come on. Begin to bless each other. You'll feel the power in this. This will surround you like a force field. You'll be insulated from the curse. Bless yourself every day. It's not enough just to break the curses. I didn't know that for a long time. I didn't catch on to that for a long time. But it's not just enough just to break the curse. You want to fill the void with a blessing. And God's blessings will chase you down and overtake you. God is good. So maybe some of you want to sow a blessing seed this morning. I don't usually take an offering early in the broadcast. I usually give you the option at the end. But maybe some of you want to sow a blessing seed this morning. You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash I feel the wind of God on this. You know, that's when I take up an offering is when I feel the wind of God on something. You know that if you've watched me for any length of time, you know, I don't barely ever do this. Blessing. So a blessing seed. jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. You can text the word pray to sow a seed. You can sow a seed at Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the stars feature on Facebook. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Some of you need to almost, when I, when I say sow a blessing seed or whatever I'm talking about, it's almost like you're setting up a monument. You know how whenever the Israelites would win a victory or they would have an encounter with God, they would set up a monument. This is to remind you of the power of this. God bless you. Thank you for being part of this. Remember to go check out Awakening Prayer Hubs. Let's begin to pray and bless our cities so we can see less violence and more revival. Amen. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.